welcome back to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine, coach in life, queen of burnout, throwing in a little sass there, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. I got to practice what I preach. I'm a recovering workaholic and rest is my detox. <laughs> so my team is pushing me to try to do more rest. I have really been invigorated since I got my new office and my podcasting equipment set up back full time. It's been so fun to be podcasting again and doing live episodes. But they're reminding me too that I'm overworking. So we are problem solving this. And in order to do that, we are doing a reboot showcase. All my work that I've done in the past, I might as well reuse it, right? Recycle, reduce, reuse. And so what we're going to do in this reboot showcase is take old podcast episodes that I've actually been on for other people and play them here on Dr. Me First. It makes me smile a little bit as I go back and listen to years ago when I was doing some of these podcasts. And I'm like, wow, I was really smart. I knew a whole lot of things. But I also see how I've changed and how things are different. <laughs> In the world of Aaron Wiseman, we call it, is it long-haired Aaron or short-haired Aaron? Because <laughs> you can definitely see a big change when the hair got lopped off during the pandemic. So listen to the episodes and then see if you can tell when I did that episode on the timeline of everything Aaron Wiseman. Long-haired Aaron, short-haired Aaron. Give me an email. I'd love to hear about it. I'm going to take my own medicine. I'm going to rest a little bit, and I'm still going to pop up episodes for you to listen to. So enjoy this reboot today. And as always, friend, remember, your life, your calling, your pulse absolutely matters. And the badass in me honors the freaking badass in you. Enjoy. No one wants to feel unwell or feel like there's a better way of living, but it's just out of reach. When it comes to your health, you need better solutions, not Band-Aids. Holist is here for you. Well, before we get into our interview, I want to introduce you to our sponsor. If you are a medical professional, you should be focused on fixing people's lives. But as a key decision maker to your practice, you have to figure out how to grow your patient volume, keep up with reviews, and how to stay connected on social. You don't have time for that. You went to medical school, not marketing school. Good news, your team at Advice Media did. Their pyramid of success was created for professionals just like you. The pyramid has six stages that, when combined, creates the ideal digital presence. Give them just 30 minutes to consult with you. We would bet you're going to be doing some things really well, and there might be some areas where you could improve. Just for, for spending the time, they'll give you a $60 Amazon gift card. Don't delay booking your demo today. Go to drpodcastnetwork.com backslash advice media. That's drpodcastnetwork.com backslash advice media. Now on to our interview. 
Hello, hello, Cure at Your Health family. This is uh, Dr. Heather Hammerstead here for the Cure at Your Health podcast. Really excited to have my friend, Dr. Erin Weisman here. I've been on her podcast a couple of times and she can tell you all about where you can find her. But today we're just going to be digging in deep today around, um, you know, why and how you can learn to choose yourself. Um, Erin is a family medicine doc and a life coach, and I'll let her come on and give her little introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. If the listeners don't know, we go way back. Dr. Hammonstead here was one of my first podcast guests, and I was so fucking nervous (laughs) when I started my podcast. But you so graciously came on, and look at us. Years later, it's like like old hat. Like, we're good now. I know. And we've even got to see each other in real life, which is fun. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Pre-pandemic, it was so good to meet my online friends. But a little bit about me, like you mentioned, um, I'm a board-certified family medicine doc. um, But more importantly, I am a life coach, especially for those who are burned out and making transitions. And that was because of my own personal journey. We can go into that later. But in addition to that, I'm a farmer's wife. I'm a mom of three. I'm an athlete. And I claim the title badass as well. And that's part of the reason that we're talking today is really learning to choose yourself and to choose your labels and to shake off all the other bullshit that gets put on top of us or that we subconsciously continue to hold on to. Yeah. So before we got on, we were talking a little bit about like finding focus and finding value in ourselves and how to really choose to act to become a healthier person, body and mind. And I'm sure that you run into this as well as I do. Um, You know, I do lifestyle medicine type coaching, not life coaching, but it's the same thing. When people get stuck, they don't even recognize it sometimes. Mm -hmm. So how do you talk to people, say to say there's a woman listening to us right now who's not even realizing she's stuck. What are some exercises that someone can do to try to figure out what their thoughts are around their health? Yeah. Because, you know, most of the time you don't seek out a lifestyle physician medicine. You don't seek out a life coach. You don't seek out somebody because you want to, like, change your mindset. Like, that's right. that's not the bullshit you're going. You're going because you're, like, you want to find the diet to get you somewhere. Or you want to get out of the job that's sucking your soul out of you. And I think it's first and foremost, like, seeing that top layer of, like, I'm miserable. And, like, naming it. Recognizing that, like, I don't, I don't want to put up with this anymore. So, 2014 was kind of my bottom of the barrel, but also eureka moment when I was just like, this fucking sucks. And so to the woman out there who she can't like put her finger on like what the what is, I think the first step is always just saying like how you feel and like where you are in this moment is super important because so many people put their head down, they put their blinders on and they just keep going and keep pushing and keep Like, because it's going to get better. At least that's what we've experienced as high achievers is like, if we just had a little bit more resiliency, if we just pushed a little bit harder, then it's going to get better. And I would encourage anybody who has done that. And I'm like, how's that working out for you to finally like lift your head up and look around and be like, yeah, 
it sucks right now. Like, this is a moment of pain. (laughs) My life is not what I dreamed it to be. My body is not what I thought it would be or I want it to be. So it's like first coming to that reckoning point. Yeah, I think that's really important. And like, if you don't have that reckoning, there is no action step because you can't move forward on something that you're not being cognizant of. And you use the word resiliency, which for me is like a pretty loaded word. <laughs> oh my God, because, I hate the word. <laughs> because I think we're all as people like amazingly resilient. That's not the problem. The problem is recognizing where you are and recognizing that there's action steps that you can take to improve your life, to improve your body, to improve how your brain works, um, to get a better job, whatever it is that you're wanting to do, but you have to recognize that first. Yeah. It's Um, an awareness piece. It's the first piece because anybody who's listening to this already has a little bit of cognition of something. Like you didn't just fall into this podcast. Like it is here for you for a reason. So you have a little bit of recognition and a little bit of awareness And so, yeah, telling people that you need to be more resilient, that is not what we are talking about whatsoever. And we're not going to give tips about that because you're resilient as fuck. Like you just, Mm -hmm. if you are where you're at, you have already had that and you don't need more like putting your head down and like gutting it through. What we're suggesting instead is the exact opposite, which is just like calling a spade a spade. And since I do burnout coaching, have so many people who get on a call and they're like, I don't know if I'm burned out or not. And I'm like, friend, you wouldn't be talking to me (laughs) if you weren't a little crispy with burnout. You wouldn't be going to whole list if if you didn't want the change that you're seeing. So let's just call it. Let's call it what it is. Let's name it to normalize it. And then then you are on the path of making making those changes because you're finally not admitting, but acknowledging, hey, this is where I'm at right now. Yeah. Like I always say here, you know, it's not willpower, it's skill power. <laughs> yeah. Because um, willpower is a finite resource. Like yeah. it will run out. Yeah, for sure. So um, talk a little bit about how you, we, before we started recording, we were talking about um, how much negative talk that we often give to ourselves. So if we have this moment of clarity where you can admit that things stink, then the, the next thing is you're going to start to realize that there are things that you are saying to yourself that I would never say to you or ever say to my mom or ever say to my child, um, but that I'm saying to myself in my, my own head. And so talk to, talk to us about that a little bit. Sure. So like, first is that like reckoning. And then the second point that I see people at is like, once you've raised your head up and you're like looking around like I forget what movie it is where somebody pops up and like is looking over all the cubicles and you're like, holy shit, like we're in the matrix right now. Like you're the only one unplugged. That next part is then to identify what has got me on this path. What are the the kind of the elevator music in my brain that has got me to thinking like, oh, this is the only way that I can do it or this is the only way that I'm ever going to lose weight or I'm never going to be what I want to like, what are those messages that are playing in your head? And so I think it's so funny when I talk to someone and I ask them, I'm like, you know, I call mine the mean girl, but essentially it's the inner critic, um, that negative kind of underlying voice that's there. And I'm like, so tell me like, how mean is your mean girl? 
And I had one gal the other day that I was on the phone. She was like, oh, it's not too bad. And I was like, zero to 10. Let's pain scale it. Like 10 is like you're dying. And like, it's like the most abusive language you've ever heard. Zero is like nice grandma who never is mean to you. Like, what's your number? And she's like, oh, like a five. And I just sat there and looked at her and I was like, you don't even recognize. So her homework, and this is the exercise that I would give anybody who's listening, for one full day, I want you to carry around a notepad, or if you're like me, I'm a good post-it note woman. I got post-it notes everywhere. I want you to carry a uh, post-it notepad with you, and I want you to write down literally, word for word, every comment that the inner critic makes to you that day. You don't have to answer it back. You don't have to do any like mindset coachy bullshit or just, I want you to like get the words down that are running through your head. Now we have somewhere between like 15 to 17,000 like thoughts within a scope of a day, which is probably much more. But anyway, you're not going to be able to get them all down, but I want you to get the ones that float up to the surface that you consciously see and to actually write them on a piece of paper. And I think you'll be astonished by what comes up. So because I give this homework, I also make myself do this homework. So I did it the other day. And one of my thoughts that popped up, which totally floored me, but after I wrote it down, I'm like, oh my God, this thought has been with me for like decades, was you don't deserve love. And I was like, oh, like seeing it on my post-it note, it really hurt. But it also then made me recognize like, That's a real thought that has been going through my head since I was a little girl. And we don't have to get into all the backstory, but but it was really good to finally like nail down that thought and see it. And it led to a really great conversation with my husband and I, because I was like sharing with him. So that's the homework I want everybody to do to really like get into their brain and see, see those thoughts that are just kind of in the background, like I call elevator music that is playing on a continual basis for you. Yeah, and it's not the purpose of this exercise for me isn't to make anyone feel bad about the way that they're talking to themselves, but like the amount of shame and blame that we're putting on ourselves for doing things or not doing things, if we're not aware that that's what's going on in our brain, then we will never be able to change the focus of those thoughts or confront them and realize that they're not true um, and be able to take those concrete steps towards getting more self-compassion and the actions that come out of that. Because if you're telling yourself that you're a terrible person and you don't deserve love, get what, guess what? You're not going to be able to receive love. Um, If you're telling yourself, you know, I ate that bag of potato chips. I'm a terrible person. I'm going to be overweight for the rest of my life. Like, guess what? You're not going to make a healthy choice the next time. That's just what happens from that. So understanding it so we can change that and start talking to ourselves like we're our best friend <laughs> yeah. instead. And and you're right. It's not about like to shame you to be like then to feel shame about the shame about what's being said to yourself. It's again, it's trying to have that recognition point to be like, oh, now I see why I feel so bad in like when I pick up some food. Or now I see why I go to food when I'm feeling a certain way. It's because you're beating the shit out of yourself in your head. So of course you're going to go to a mechanism that is comfort and that is coping. And so getting behind that is super important because we are our worst critics. We are the meanest to ourselves. And that's why I also like doing this exercise because then it helps people recognize their thoughts 
And, and I am not a person that's like positivity, positivity. Like I think that there is toxic positivity and you can't just like smear a bunch of positivity over what's happening in the background. Like you truly have to go in to the, the mega board of our brains and really work and rewire that. You can't just like positive mantra yourself out of this. Like you've got to do all the things. And so that's why I think first that recognition of, of those, um, those thoughts. What are the thoughts? What are the emotions that are coming up from that? And I really feel like feelings and emotions are signposts of unmet needs. And so then the next layer is what's the feel? So what's the thought that you're having? What's the feeling and the emotion? And then like, what's the need? What is it that, that I'm needing in this circumstance and situation? And, and it's beyond just basic needs of like food, shelter, clothing, light. Like as humans, we need connection. We need purpose. We need impact. Um, we need so much other things that then when you can get into that, and that's a little bit talking about like nonviolent communication stuff. If you can get into that need, then you can start asking for it. And when you start asking for it, then coming back to our whole topic, then you're choosing yourself. Then you're choosing what you really need to help yourself be your fullest and best self. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys can't see uh, Dr. Aaron, but she's wearing a shirt that says, let them be mad. <laughs> tell me, tell us a little bit about why that phrase is, is important to you. So I first heard this phrase a couple of years ago from my own coach. And I was like, hmm, one, I like that because it's sassy. But two, I like that because for a large majority of my professional life, I tried to walk the line of like, what would a good doctor do? What would a good doctor say? What kind of shoes would a good doctor wear? Because I wanted to show up for everyone else and prove that I was a good doctor. Because if I could prove that I was a good doctor, then that meant that I was valuable and worthy and all those things that we hang our self-worth on. And so as I started to adopt this mantra of let them be mad, it really made me get into what do I really want? What do, how do I really want to show up in the world? What are the things that I really want to say? No matter what that means for somebody else, because at the end of the day, the only thing that I can control is me. And so by trying to contort into these different shapes for everyone else, I pretty much lost who I was. So it took me a couple of years to really figure out like, who is Erin freaking Wiseman and what does she want? But that next step was then doing those things. And that brought up a whole bunch of new mind garbage. <laughs> And so then that's why my next step is let them be mad, like show up in the world, be who you are. No, it's probably going to piss some people off, but that's not your problem to fix. Like let them be mad. Your job is to show up as you. It's to choose you and your life and your purpose and your work and to help those around you. Yep. I like the, um, I like that phrase. Um, I, I often kind of I say it in a, I'm not as sassy as you. So I would say it in a, in a different way. Is it like, um, setting kind boundaries is essential to choose yourself. Mm. So you can set boundaries kindly. Um, and it probably better, definitely better for you, but probably better for that other person as well. And so when we're talking about choosing you, like, you know, obviously we work with, you know, food and mindset with around food here at Holist. And, um, 
sometimes that means that, you know, people around you are going to judge the changes that you're making. They might be jealous of the changes that you're making. They may um, have all their own food stuff going on. So people can have a lot of judgment. Um, and that's all their problem. But if I'm choosing the boundaries around me, that's important for me, that's like the best thing that I could ever do for myself. Yeah, absolutely. I love boundaries now that I've like really honed in on them. So I'm a good farm girl. And so when I talk about boundaries, I literally see like, um, barbed wire fences with electricity running through them. Like that's my boundaries. Other people boundaries, they may see like the beautiful picket fences or maybe you're on the coast and you see the sea walls, but boundaries are not just about like keeping people out. It's also about keeping things in. It's about keeping my, my cattle in my barbed wire fences, keeping the good stuff in. And so I think that's another reason when, when you're saying like, let them be mad, like set a boundary, let them be on the other side of the fence, let them be mad so that you can run and scamper around inside your own boundaries. I love that. I love that. Um, any other last minute thoughts for our listeners who may be just on the precipice of choosing themselves um, and moving forward? I would say like, <clears throat> start small, choose yourself and, and just one thing and do what I love to call a experimental data study, which is you go try and do something and then you see what the result is of it. So in addition to like having that point of reckoning, writing down all the thoughts that your brain gives you in one day, another piece of homework I would give is like in the next few days, I want you to say no three times. Because no is a complete sentence. You don't need to explain it. You don't need to have any other reasoning around it. And say no and do some experimental data research and see what happens from that no. And remember, you can let them be mad. You can set a boundary. And by saying no, that means you're saying yes to yourself and to the other opportunities that you want in your life. One last thing before we go, remember Advice Media? Don't forget to schedule a consult with them to receive a $60 gift card and strategic insight on what your current digital marketing is doing or not doing for you. Contact Advice Media at drpodcastnetwork.com backslash advice media. Again, that's drpodcastnetwork.com backslash advice media. So uh, Doc, can you tell us where people can find you on social media and about your podcast? Absolutely. You can come hang out with me on LinkedIn. It's a happening place for me. I'll be honest. I love me some LinkedIn. So Aaron Wiseman Dio, you can find me on Instagram. Those are the two places I pretty much hang out anywhere else. You're going to be talking to a member of my team. So if you want the real, the OG Aaron Wiseman, those are the two places. And since you're listening to the Holist podcast, you definitely need to come over to Dr. Me First, which is a podcast all about more Aaron Sass. We talk about lessons like this. I talk with some phenomenal female professionals about a whole plethora of topics. And if you're thinking you're a little bit burned out and you want to know more about the work that I do and burnout, you got to check out my other podcasts because podcasts are like tattoos. Once you have one, you're going to get more. So my other podcast, which is Burnt Out to Badass, and the title pretty much explains exactly what we do. 
Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, and as always, um, Curate Your Health listeners, you can come find us at the Curate Your Health Facebook group. We do tons of trainings there, myself, as well as the weight coaches and mindset coaches that form my amazing team of really helping people figure out how their brains and bodies work around food and sustainable health change and getting to the bodies and brains that they want without suffering <laughs> um, and with real food and real work. So until then, when we see you there, um, you can come to holisthealth.com. And as always, who you choose to be matters. You are valuable. You are worth this and you are your whole you. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us today for another Holist Conversation, covering your whole you in lifestyle, food, exercise, empowerment, leadership, mindset, health, and so much more. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to stay up to date and continue to learn with us, then get notified when we release our pods every week by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. And did you know iTunes specifically lets people see Curate Your Health more often based off of reviews. So leave us a review there so we can help more people. While you're there, let me know in the review an aha moment you've had listening to this podcast so I can see what's clicking for you. I love to read all of your comments and breakthrough moments, and it makes me so happy. And last, but certainly not least, if you are ready to change your body and mind for good using real food, real evidence, and real work, and getting sustainable, real results, then schedule a free strategy call with me at whole.me backslash breakthrough. That's the word whole without the E. That is W-H-O-L dot me backslash breakthrough. I promise this call will change your life. And catch a free training on three shifts for weight wellness at whole.me backslash blueprint. Again, that's W-H-O-L dot me backslash blueprint. And then until then, I'll see you in our holist Facebook group, Curate Your Health, where I help crowdsource health and wellness all together. And I'll talk to you next week in the pod. And as always, everything in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine, and we're not providing medical advice. No physician-patient relationship is formed, and anything discussed in this podcast does not represent the views of our employers. We recommend that you seek the guidance of your personal physician regarding any specific health-related issues. there, I got some really important stuff to share with you. Besides developing Dr. Me First over the last, I don't know, I think it's like seven or eight years now, and Burnt Out to Badass, which is a little bit newer. It's been going on for about three to four years. I've actually been developing another business kind of on the side. And a lot of you folks are surprised when you hear about it. It's called Physician Coaching Alliance, and it does a lot of amazing things. First of all, if you're a chief wellness officer or you want to see more wellness in your organization, hospital, medical group, residency program, etc., Physician Coaching Alliance is your answer. 
We do consulting and coaching within organizations to bring better wellness into the healthcare space. So you need to go over to the website, physiciancoachingalliance.com, drop me an email with the organization, who I contact, who I talk to, and we can come in and help your institution. The other part of Physician Coaching Alliance is for those who are looking for a personal coach. Of course, I would love to be your coach, but I also know that I'm not everybody's Well, taste and spicy sauce, let's put it that way. So there we have a menu of over 70 coaches who specialize in so many different things, who come from different parts of medicine. Some people are in medicine, some people are out of medicine, some people are hybrid. It's just an amazing group of an eclectic amount of skills and personalities. I'm sure you can find your next coach there. So again, same website, physiciancoachingalliance.com. And lastly, if you are a coach and you're tired of going in alone, maybe you're in a slump, maybe you just want to be around other physician coaches who are willing to give and are over the hustle culture and not about competing with each other, but knowing that how we heal healthcare is better together, then also Physician Coaching Alliance is the place for you. PCA fulfills so many of these needs and more. It's all on the same website, physiciancoachingalliance.com. You can hang out with us on LinkedIn and on Instagram by the exact same name, physiciancoachingalliance.com. Yep, I've been busy. running multiple companies, practicing medicine, taking care of alpacas. But you know what? It is my heart and joy to do this. And I hope that PCA can become a part of your story too. Check.